0: That's how we rolled him. They came for the beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They came for their movies. Oh, 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 yeah. But Brad and Andrew aren't going to take it sitting down. Hot takes. Cold beer. No prisoners. This is the Brew and View Podcast.
1: Uh, two things I've been teasing the Watchmen the last couple weeks. And it the second episode just came out on Sunday night. So two nights ago. Uh the first episode I watched. Um, so David Lindel Lindelof? No. Damon. Damon Lindelof is the uh showrunner on this, and he's the guy behind. Uh Lost and a couple other the fringe maybe you know some of those big concept uh tv shows Mm -hmm. and um and I guess there was a bunch of you know uh Watchmen is a big property and uh you know we're both fans of I think we're both fans of the movie and the, the uh the comic correct and um you know and you know a lot of a lot of uh comic people hated the movie because it wasn't uh, wasn't quite true to it, but I don't know how you can get any, get any truer to a movie or a comic. Anyways, uh, this is so. This is 30 years or 30 couple years after uh, the events of the comic took place, and what the repercussions are of it. And it's like this: it's an alternate reality that takes place at the same time. It's 2019, oh, and wow. uh, it is. Uh, you know, what the world would be like after, uh, the events, you know, so like Dr. Manhattan is still on Mars and we're still dealing with the after effects of all the things that went on. Um, all the stuff, you know, Dr. Manhattan had, um, found like a, this renewable energy that like we didn't have to rely on uh, fossil fuels and stuff in the comics mm-hmm. and now everything that he has done that we don't quite trust him um, and it's it's interesting it's and you know uh, from the maker of Lost, like you don't get a whole lot of oh this is exactly what the world is now like there's a lot of hints of what's going on I mean right basically after Nixon had his five terms in office, then Robert <laughs> Redford is now the president.
0: Wait, is it Robert Redford, the actor or is that, yes, that yes, that's because
1: awesome? there, there's like the throwaway line in the comics of him, like, uh, seeking, you know, cause Nixon, it was Nixon had, they, they overturned the amendment of a two term president. Mm-hmm. Um, because Nixon had done so well in like in the Vietnam war a lot because of, of, uh, Dr. Manhattan and stuff and to get, but he was very right. And then, um, uh, a Rever comes in as a left and then he's been the president since Nixon was gone. So it's like (laughs) more of a monarchy than, than a presidency. Um, it's very interesting, and like, there's lots of little Easter eggs and stuff that are in there. And like, uh, I've actually su- subscribed to two different podcasts just to try to get the i like know what all the little stuff is. Nice, because I can't like I'm I'm not willing to like sit there and like rewatch it to see. I I I don't mind like hearing you know people who do rewatch it a couple of times and try to nitpick everything and, and figure out what it is. And then, they, then they can tell me what, what it means. Yeah, I yeah. guess. So let them do the legwork. Yeah. Kind of like what we do. Yeah. Um, probably not,
0: <laughs> probably not that well, at least on my, my point. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's oh yeah. I'm a, I'm a real, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> just spinning gems over here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it's, it's, it's really well done. It's really well shot. It's, it's, um, I, it's worth a while if you are involved in that universe and, uh, yeah, it's and they, they have, I mean, things, uh, like there's, uh, just little advertisements for movies about like, uh, the old, uh, like Hood of Justice or, um, uh, the Mothman or whatever it is, you know, the old, um, the Minutemen. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's pretty cool. Um, it just it's it's nerd candy. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's if you're if you're willing to take that dive down into it, it's it's worth worth the dive. So um, that was really fun. Uh, another movie I watched um, and this will be the last thing before we get into our stuff. And I don't want to spend a whole lot of time, but it, I did enjoy it. And it's worth the, uh, talking about it. it. It's a movie called Skin uh, stream on Amazon right now. Uh, it's, it stays, it stars, uh, Jamie Bell and, uh, Danielle McDonald and, uh, Danielle McDonald is the, uh, she's Patty Case. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she is going to be a great actor. Like, like she's gonna, we're going to see more and more of her. Uh, she's like, I mean, I guess, like, you know, when you see, Okay. Uh, Well, she's an overweight female actor. So, like, you have to compare... You start comparing her. Right. Like, and you don't have to. I mean, but I do. So, I mean... Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Well, that's the... The human brain likes organization and patterns. Yeah.
1: I mean, so, like, she... She is a a serious actor. Like, she can really... She... I'm in on her. I, I, I like watching her do... Thing. she's she's a she's a good actor um, so it, it this is the true story of a guy who was um, in uh, like a white supremacist movement and is trying to get out and um, it, it, there's cliched parts of this but I watched that movie uh, I think it's Imperium or Emporium or whatever with uh, starring Harry Potter hmm um, he was uh, Daniel Radcliffe was like this undercover guy that went into like these into a white supremacist thing and whatever. But this is so much better than that. This is uh, shot shot really well. There are caricatures and a uh, little bit over the top stuff, but for the most part, it it held it it held my attention pretty well. And the the lead guy. Uh, Jamie Bell, uh, he he's not bad. He's he's not bad, and you believed him. Um, yeah, so it's it's his conversion from going from you know you know yeah uh, KKK skinhead guy yeah to uh, uh, whatever, but PTA yep. member yes. Uh, it's hard to do that with all the tattoos they has. but uh, it there there, uh, it's always good whenever you see like the end and you see like the the pictures and stuff of the actual people, mm-hmm. like the guy, like and that w- that was kind of cool to see, um, because like this dude has some crazy tattoos, like um, if you look at the the tr- the 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 uh, poster for it, if you look under IMDb for Skin like. Like those are the tattoos this guy had, like, like face tattoos all over his face. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, decent movie. Uh, all
0: right, yeah. uh, cool. So, uh, what? Oh, um, I did have a question. Do you know how Watchmen is doing? As far as like viewership, like that, I don't
1: know. Okay. I imagine that it's it's a hard thing to get into. I think it's probably harder to get into than Westworld, okay. and Westworld was pretty niche. Um, I mean, there's some people that may like it, but there is so much. Um, I I don't know how accessible it is for people who who don't care or don't know about the the Watchmen as a uh, another. You know, you know, yeah, uh, as a comic book. That, yeah. So, you know, it, it may be hard to get into. Um, yeah. Uh, I have no idea. It's not the next I, Game of Thrones, basically. No. Uh, but what is pretty sweet is, uh, as as far as we know, uh, Jeremy Irons is Ozymandias, old Ozymandias. So
0: it's oh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Okay. I uh I really wanna check that out, but I'm gonna wait naturally. All right. So, um, we uh for October, you and I, uh you know which you know these are really we're big ideas, guys. Um, hmm. I I would say we had visions of grandeur.
1: We did. We started talking about this months ago.
0: Yeah, and and reality and gravity we figured it out always tonight. yeah, always catches up with us. Um but so we we wanted to do like kind of uh a almost a a, a march madness of uh of Halloween movies. Um and it morphed a couple times and ultimately um the my so so my list that I came up with is kind of a a like desert island like it's October and you only get to watch x amount of movies what are the top eight I'm bringing and uh how how did you uh how did you build your list were you i mean that's that's pretty much it it's, okay.
1: it's stuff that I really enjoy watching it's 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 not um in in I, I did a late uh, uh, pull out or, or switcheroo I guess yeah because of like as much as I love this one movie mm-hmm. like I'd rather watch the one I put in
0: right now I I pulled one of those as well um, so uh, in, instead of trying to do uh, polling and voting and all that we're just um, basically. Gonna go back and forth. Um, do what? What did we decide? Two minutes, just like it. Well,
1: yeah, just c- kind of give the rundown and like give your argument. I, so we got eight eight movies each. Yeah, we're gonna argue them, and we're these are gonna move on to the next round. Yeah,
0: basically just just an elevator pitch as to why this deserves to be a uh, on uh, on the list. I guess. Yeah.
1: And, and we went one one to eight as far as like strength, uh, what we what we liked the most. And, and they, I, I wasn't even thinking about like what you were going to put as your number one. Uh, but, you know, is I don't know. You guys will get it, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And, and it's us talking about movies. And if you haven't seen any of these movies, I'm going to try to look them up and see where they're streaming so you can check them out. Because these are – if not – our top eight each movies of what we love, um, they are the, they're, they're eight of the probably best 15 movies, uh, horror movies or genre movies, I guess, um, or Halloween movies. Let's, let's say it that way. Yeah. S- scary movies. Yes. Um, that we love. And it, in and if you haven't seen one, go check it out because we all, we highly recommend. Because I don't think there's a movie on here that's not a nine or a ten um, for me. Maybe an eight here and there, but for the most part, it's they're all very highly rated. Yes. all nice. right So, uh, well, I'll start off first. Okay. My number eight.
0: Um. Are, do you, you want me to run a timer?
1: Uh, you don't have to. Okay. I'll, I'll try to wrap it up. Um, uh, because I'm sure you'll jump into. It. There's no need to.
0: Yeah. Make it. Yeah. Super formal. I mean, I True. guess we can. No, we don't. We don't need to be. We got it. We're we're pros. Uh, Pod pros.
1: Yes. All right. So in a movie we talked about. I I don't think we talked about it on this program is whenever it came out but i know we talked about it uh maybe on one of the movie podcasts that you guys did before we started doing this thing uh on maps uh called it follows from
0: 2014
1: yeah and uh so uh, we and we've talked about this at length um uh directed by david robert mitchell who i think his last one that came out was Uh, Oh, yeah, his last movie came out was Under the Silver Lake, which I really hated, Uh, uh, which is it's just disappointing. But um, uh, it starred a bunch of no-name actors, really unknown actors, I should Mm -hmm. say, not no-name. But it was a a send-up of all the great horror movies that we talked earlier about um, uh, Under the Mask is how, you know, this we're, we're going to show all the cliches and do all that stuff. This was, this was, uh, you know, score based. John Carpenter, uh, uh, a love song to John Carpenter. Yeah, which in, in a movie that actually John Carpenter probably couldn't do because this movie is really artfully done. The, the shots that are pulled off in this are are like I don't think that Carpenter would have the time or Not maybe not the time, but he he just doesn't really care about
0: shots, Mm -hmm. you know. Like he's more,
1: you know. Do can you? I mean,
0: his shots are more. It's less about setting up a shot and more about what can you put in the background to frighten someone.
1: I yes, and this I mean, this was uh, like as far as so. And I I have another John Carpenter on my list, but um, like it was using the shot to scare you. Mm -hmm. All right. So like you get this far off distant person slowly walking after everything was set up and you knew exactly what was happening. But like down the road, there's this being just walking Mm -hmm. slowly. And that was enough to freak you out. That's, you know. So it wasn't just the story, the jump scare, or all that. Uh, the actual sh- setup for the the shots were were made to make you f- uncomfortable, it, and and that's why I love this movie so much because it there, the, it, it also had a premise that was like uh, super eighties, like don't don't have sex yeah. or you you know it, like all that stuff like. It, um, you don't know when this took place because like the, the technology was all weird. They had these weird little clamshell phones. Um, the sex scenes were very awkward uh, when they did happen. And and uh, the score was just fantastic. Yes. Um, uh, so, like, a, a movie like this, like, to come out and ape everything that, that they love it has no reason to be this good. And yet it actually surpasses a lot of the stuff that it's, it, it, it uh, claims to love. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, as much as I think, uh, Carpenter is a, uh, he's brilliant. Uh, I don't think he has the talent to do something like this. I really don't. This is, uh, this is art. This is a really high form of art. Um, and, and not saying that like his his movies are, are bad at all, I love a lot of this stuff. But like when it comes to like the cinematography and the the direction, all that stuff, I think this is he. Uh, um, I don't know. It it, it it's pretty well done. So that's my uh, argument for it follows.
0: I uh, I agree. I I love this movie um, and. I do think that uh it, it falls into that um under like unoriginal maybe by and large is a bad thing um but a lot of times you see in movies these familiar concepts um where the idea is unoriginal but the yeah. execution is what elevates it? Yeah.
1: So you did that in a lot shorter time than I did. So.
0: Well, I, I had time to collect and interpolate everything you said to. To interpolate. Give, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So
1: it follows is streaming on Vudu for free. So you have to watch the ads, but if you download Voodoo. the, the Vudu app, you can watch it for free.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Alright, um, my number eight is a movie from 1979, uh, Alien, written by Dan O'Banion, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Scorny Weaver, among others. Um, and uh, this is uh, introduces you to that lived-in future, um, that kind of I, like low-tech futuristic um, the dirty you know, future. Yeah, everything's not stainless steel, shiny and new. Um, these are you know pieces of medical equipment, and and these are space stations that people have made their homes, and uh, you know corporate interests is you know it doesn't have to be the latest and greatest. It has to get you there. Let's uh you know let's streamline this budget a little bit. Um, <laughs> Damn Whalen company and their penny pinching. Um, so it starts out as just a straightforward sci-fi, uh, flick. Um, you're in space, you get to meet the crew. They take their time introducing you to everyone. Um, they find this, uh, this strange, uh, these eggs. Um, they find a creature and some face hugging happens. And from there. Um, It's still strongly in the sci-fi camp. And then they have uh, a pretty famous dinner scene with the chestburster and uh, John Hurt meets an early demise. And uh, from there, it morphs into a full-on haunted house film. Um, You've got the the jump scares with Jinx the cat. You've got uh, the, the set pieces, like, you know, the... Lights bleeding through these like swinging chains and hmm. um, danger somewhere, you're just not a hundred percent sure where. Um, and the xenomorph is growing and evolving at a rapid rate, and um, you're just you're with uh, the main characters just exploring this cavernous spaceship. Um, it, tensions high you're just waiting for the next thing to happen when you finally do get to see the xenomorph it is super cool hr geiger um won an oscar for the art direction yeah I th- you won an oscar for best visual effects um yeah he does a phenomenal job uh, obviously everything on here is very um I don't, it's phallic. Does that just, is that just penises or? Uh, I think so. Cause the, the face hugger is very vaginal. Yes. Um, but everything kind of grows back to sex in this weird, um, very vaginal. Freudian way. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you, yeah, you have, uh, a lot of that, which, you know, a horror movie is no good without sex, right? Um, yep. Yeah, but this is just like a a masterclass in tension.
1: Yes. Uh both movies we're talking about slow burns. Like they're Definitely. It's very slow methodical storytelling.
0: Yes. Yeah, very um purposeful alien comes in at like just under 2 hours and they use probably an hour and a half of that to just get you in the right mindset. Um yeah. and uh yeah it it bleeds pretty heavily into sci-fi um but it at its core the action of this movie is is a haunted house um movie set in space in yep. space Yeah so um that's why this is one that I uh it's one of my it's one of my favorite movies across the board, but it's definitely a go-to. Like, if you want a scary movie, sure, it doesn't have someone in a mask running around. Um, sure, there's no jack o' lanterns, but um, it will scare you. Yeah, uh, I would. I would.
1: <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, if I mean if we're going to go back and forth as far as who's going to pull this out, like the only reason I'd say that it follows has a little bit of an edge on on um on aliens it's just that it's a newer horror that not everyone has seen um and because like there's like there's not a whole lot i can i'm not gonna argue that it's a better movie than Alien. right well you know? i'll
0: i'll i'll save you the the energy and um i would agree if it's october and i can only watch one of these two movies i i think i'm picking it follows also really yeah yeah, you sold me. <laughs>
1: well, I uh, I don't know. I think you sold me on Alien because well, like,
0: I, I love Alien, but like the thing the thing that um, it follows if especially if we're going for the motif of like October is it it takes place in a suburb like you, you know having I, families walk down the street. It just it it feels like it gets you in the right mindset. Like I could watch. You can watch Alien whenever, um, but you know you got to be. uh you can watch any of these movies whenever, but yeah. there's just something special about being able to like you know the the horrors in your own neighborhood. Yeah, this time um, of year.
1: I, that's the one thing that is. Yeah, it is a uh, definitely. It is set up for this time of year because it, it feels like fall whenever you're watching this movie. Where you're watching Alien, it feels like, you know, I don't know, whatever the sp- start date is. <laughs> <It's>, yeah,
0: <laughs> spooky space.
1: Um, but you can't go wrong. Uh, it, Alien is is streaming on Fubo, F U B O. <laughs> so if you have Fubo. Tell me how you get it mm-hmm. and let me know how it is. So check out Alien on Fubo. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: All right. So
1: um, are we going to vote for it follows?
0: Um, I, I think that's where I'm casting my vote.
1: All right. Uh, I, I have to agree with you. If, if, if it's scary time, I'm going to like I will watch Alien in February. Yeah. I'll probably watch it follows in February too, but yeah. like it it it's it's more impactful in October.
0: Yeah. You could you could convince someone else to watch it in October. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: That's really probably how we should frame these, is cause we'll yeah. we'll we've we've demonstrated we'll watch whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. Uh
1: all right, so my next movie. Um, Number seven. A movie... I watched just the other day. I was happy to say. Just because it came up on my list and I was like, I got to watch this again. And I can watch it again because it is streaming on stars. Um, it is 28 days later. Nice. Uh, post apocalyptic, or not Not even post apocalyptic, it's just said in real time. It came out in 2002. Actually, it was filming the day that 9 11 ha- happened. Really? So September 11th, they were filming scenes um, where they had to actually. Uh, I think they they found. Uh, I think they found the the grocery store, or something like that, and they had to celebrate and stuff. They had to be like happy, yeah. in the midst of like this, you know, giant tragedy and stuff. But anyways, uh, came out in 2002. 28 days later, uh, gives a look at uh, the Zont. Gives a little shake-up to the zombie genre. Yeah. Um, I think Day of the Dead uh, had fast movers, right? Uh,
0: not the George Romero one. No. Um,
1: okay. Yeah, the remake.
0: Had Dawn fast. of the Dead, I think. Yeah. the like Zack Snyder, Dead, yes. Dawn of the Dead yeah. had, yeah. had yeah. faster yeah. walkers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so this was not quite zombies but infected I guess is what they're called like you have the zombie heads out there saying that these aren't quite zombies because they aren't shambling and moaning yeah uh uh so uh this movie it is super british uh very low uh quality as far as like when you watch it it uh or, <coughs> or both. Yeah. Up um, <laughs> What's in this It mirror? is. Uh, what can I say? It's uh, Danny Boyle is the director, and if you watch, I guess Train Spotting, you can kind of get the same feel as far as the uh, th- the quality. It's not like it's not shot in, uh, you know. Uh, on a on a red you know yeah it it is it is it's low res it's it like when you even watching it uh this week this week and i think i watched it this weekend um like it's hard to <clears throat> it's low res i guess yeah. is the best way to say it um but man even i guess having it that way is super effective because like you don't need, and, and there's some glaring spots. It would be better if it was a little bit like you get a little bit more World War Z feel mm-hmm. to it, I guess. Um, but uh, just the uh, the POV character in this, the Killian Murphy, uh, you know, waking up in the middle, like af- 28 days after the infection, and like he doesn't know what's going on. And he has to make sense. So you're you're living through his his point of view and how. It evolves and how he adapts and how the the society has devolved is pretty. It's well told in like a pretty short movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. And uh, it's just it's 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 scary but poignant. There's some great acting in this. Like, he, I'm uh. Brendan Gleeson just shows up in the middle of it. I totally forgot about him being in it. Um, you know, but uh, uh, great, kind of just character actor just showing up, and you're like, oh, I f- totally forgot he was in this, and he's awesome. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you see how, like, how, uh, and it, 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 it's basically it in and, and all. Great horror movies will show you. It's not the the monsters that you should be scared of. It's it's the monsters we become in in these times. And this it, it, this pretty much shows you that. It, it doesn't need pony punches. Not even trying to show you anything other than you know there's a scary thing off in the distance. But look at how scary we become. Right. Whenever we are forced to uh, uh, react to it, or you know. Uh, so yeah, dawn, uh, twenty eight days later, you know. It's the zombie genre has been, I mean, done to death. But this was a nice little take, and it's hard to kind of separate all the shit that we've seen since with Walking Dead and yeah,
0: you know all. Well, even you know, like the opening of Walking Dead, the comic book and the movie are totally ripped off of this, or they're or an homage. Yes. I don't know. Um, but the the character waking up. Um, Post-out outper- or post-apocalypse, yeah. basically, in a hospital, having to just figure out this world. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's a way to tell the story.
0: It's well. yeah, I mean, and you know what? Like, if you are gonna, it makes sense that if you're a fan of zombie movies and you want to make a comic book and pay homage to the classics, that you would put a reference to Twenty Eight Days Later in your comic book. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't begrudge them at all for using that. I I think it makes sense. Uh, uh, Killian Murphy is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I wish he was in more stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a shame he isn't. I mean, I just started watching Peaky Blinders here, mm-hmm. and he's great in that. Um, Naomi Harris, I've only seen her in a handful of stuff. Uh, we've seen her in Moonlight. Uh, she was in, uh, your favorite movie, uh, Skyfall. Um, favorite sniper scene of all time yes uh and she's greatness uh it's it it's the zombie genre done really well
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um pushing it forward yeah yeah um so (laughs) it this is this is my number seven unfortunately um i had uh, i made a last minute adjustment and uh, did some shifting uh so my my number seven is uh 1985's day of the dead Mm -hmm. george romero's third foray into uh the zombie movies um in uh night of the living dead he he kind of stumbled on social commentary yes um and the rest
1: of them, he embraced
0: it. Yes, yeah. And in uh, Dawn of the Dead, he had the uh, commentary about consumerism, by having zombies shop. Um, I guess it was great at the time, but I never was a big fan of that one. Uh, I love Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead is what em- um, embraces everything that you just said about um, the things. F- there's monsters in the distance, but the thing that we should be afraid of is ourselves each other um explores the you know kind of military industrial complex of like hey you know we've got some scientists and we want to solve this problem or hey you know let's let's uh let's light them up um and it's uh It's uh, it, it pushes it uh a little further than uh, Dawn of the Dead did as far as gore, and uh, violence. Uh, Tom Savini doing a lot of great practical effects. Um, and uh, yeah, I man, I <laughs> I don't want to I I don't want to say I feel defeated, but I feel like, um, you know, I. I would pick 28 Days Later over Day of the Dead, so. <laughs> well, it's, it's well, and, and it, like, it's a little bit
1: of a, like, it's hard to, uh, because it was so low budget. Yeah. Like, that was so low budget.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And,
1: and it's not like, it's not like Twenty Eight Days Later was, like, I don't think it had a huge budget, but mm-hmm. um, filmmaking has, I mean, it's, it's. Like yeah. in that in that seventeen year span, had had taken a big yeah.
0: jump. Yeah, and I mean, so it's um, you know, twenty eight days later exists because of movies like the the Romero series, um, but the 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 thing that I said in uh, kind of when we're getting off of twenty eight days later, it pushes the genre forward, and like. Day of the Dead was a step forward. Um, uh, Twenty eight days later feels feels like a a logical leap forward. Um, yeah. And then you do have the the purists who uh, only want the shambling Romero zombies, which um, you know can be can be fun as as set pieces, but never really feel like a real threat um, until the movie tells you they're a real threat. You right. know what I mean? Uh, it, it's a little bit of... Um, and, and Walking Dead has this problem, too, where it's a little bit of, uh, like, all right, cue the zombies. It's like, just all of a sudden, like, we've been surviving without them, or, you know, the story's being told without them for so long. Is all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, we gotta get a little action in here. Yep. Um, whereas 28 Days Later feels like there's always a, a real threat around the corner so yeah
1: yeah i was looking at a little bit of the the budgets so uh it day of the dead was 3.5 million in 1985 and uh uh 20 days later was 8 million on in 2002 yeah so i probably i mean if you adjust for inflation probably about the same amount Hmm. um and but also like when you're when you're looking at a Ramiro film, yeah, like you're not expecting a whole lot. It's
0: <sighs> I I expect to be entertained in the traditional sense. Yeah, like I, I guess, yeah I, um he the guy pretty much invented the genre, um, mm-hmm. at least what uh, he invented the genre as it was known at that time um and he had a lot of fun with it he had things to say and uh he he did a good job and you know the the practical effects are fun for someone who is nerdy about horror movies however um it, at the uh at the end of the day especially when you're talking about like um you know 28 days later is standing on the shoulders of these movies um and as long as it doesn't, you know trip over itself it's it's able to um i i keep repeating this phrase but it's able to to push that genre forward it's able to take what was good it's able to almost like boil it down condense it and then concentrate it yeah it doesn't have you know it's not it's not inhibited by um in an older movie making style like day of the dead is an hour and a half long it feels a lot longer than that hmm. um and you guys if you listen you know how i am about runtime, so yeah yeah um so i love uh, day of the dead i always love day of the dead but if i'm picking one to to watch right now i i would pick 28 days later
1: well i i can't i I don't have the fondness that you have for Day of the Dead, yeah. so I'm I I'm gonna lean towards twenty eight. So I'm at the risk of sounding like, hey, I was right.
0: Hey, I you were right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Day,
1: of the, Day of the Dead is streaming on Roku uh, with ads and Tubi, which we've talked about before. is a free app you can get that you can watch with ads. So nice. Yeah. So. Do with that what you will. Uh, my number six movie, a movie we reviewed on this year' program. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was on Netflix. It came out whenever we watched it. Um, I think so, but uh, the witch. Yeah. Uh, so the witch is a is a it's it's <clears throat> the witch is a movie I didn't know I needed until I saw it, and then I realized that that's something that's an itch i need to scratch um it's a it's a it's a <laughs> historical horror yeah. i guess is what we
0: we kind of definitely a good way to categorize it for sure yeah hi-
1: historical horror so it's like uh pre-revolution uh early settlers in america and uh you know based not around the salem Woods trials but like the fear of witches in this mm-hmm. time. And, and this is like, okay, why were these people f- scared of witches? Well, this is the reason people were scared of witches. Or, you know, this, the lifestyle these people were living, um, you know, they were living off the land, living by themselves, you know, uh, 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 you know, exposed to everything. And like, they couldn't explain certain things in nature. And so what do you do? You, you, we've, you know, y- y- you say I can't explain it, so it's supernatural. Yeah, and you know, and that's you know, and in in a God fearing how uh, God, yes, I mean in 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 that time where the only reason, only explanation, if you couldn't, you know, explain it, it was had to be supernatural, mm-hmm. and whether it was good, if it was good, it happened; it was God. If it was bad, it was the devil and the witch. We got in introduced to. Um, Sorry, I should have had it up. And my phone is running slow. Uh, the VV itch. Yeah. <laughs> the Witch. Anna Taylor Joy, which we've seen in uh, Glass and Split recent, recently in Thoroughbreds. Uh, it, this is another example of a slow burn movie. And... Uh, we get introduced to her and her family and Black Phillip, which is. <laughs> we need to do like a top five animals in movies. Yeah, that'd be a good that, one. Uh, and because Black Phillip would be a great one, because he is an evil little goat, mm-hmm. um, or a big goat, I guess. Um, it's 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 so slow, so methodical, but fucking interesting, man. Uh, I I know we both enjoyed it, and I like like i said i had no there like there was no reason i should have liked this movie and i mm-hmm. n- hadn't like i i didn't even know that i needed to like this movie and it, it it found a it found something for like oh this is something i enjoy and i would really compare it a lot to it follows it's it's that Type of slow, methodical storytelling. Yeah, Uh, long, long uh, 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 spans with small, uh, very little dialogue, but just effective in the in the uh, atmosphere which it um, it creates. And uh, and even the end, which is a little, it, it, it like you don't know whether it's true or not until the very end Hmm. and like then you start to realize oh wow this wow I really was in like it's one of those ones you just get caught up in and I just didn't know I liked it until I loved it yeah
0: now I feel that definitely uh Um, yeah good flick the bitch a New England folk tale yeah. and yes yes uh yeah it, it feels very New England very colonies uh yes, yes yeah we did uh, review this on the show and we did agree I feel like that's one of those movies I feel like I remember watching yeah
1: because there's a bunch of movies so like oh yeah, I did watch that. But this one had the atmosphere. I think is the thing that really, uh, and 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 the actors. Like the tab was amazing. In him, yeah. Right? Just that um, stoic, loud, like not loud mouth, but like deep baritone voice. That just kind of.
0: Yeah. Just t- booming, <clears throat> fear-inducing, but also
1: just. Kind of quivering because he didn't know exactly what was going on. And, yeah. And Anna Taylor Joy is just she was her, great. her kind of just innocent and, but uh so good. Uh, streaming right now on Nana, on, Nanoflix,
0: on Netflix, on <laughs> Netflix and canopy <laughs> at your grandma's house. Streaming at on Nanaflix. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> it's just, and it's VHS quality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It, yeah like the tracking yeah. you have to fix it <laughs> like and you can't even fix it like you're not allowed to fix it until like halfway through the movie.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great <laughs> Netflix. uh hey, million dollar idea, not really it's a couple a couple bucks at best yeah. uh, <laughs> eh, you try you mm. you win some, you lose some. no, I like
1: it <laughs> <laughs> I mean not for a million dollars but
0: yeah i i mean uh, i don't know i've got a bunch of other streaming services what's one more yeah uh yeah so uh what do i got here all right my number six from 2011 is your next nice yes a uh Directed by Adam Weingard, who is actually going to be doing the American remake of I Saw the Devil.
1: Oh, sweet.
0: Yes, yeah, so that was recently announced. Uh, but, so this is a story of um, a girl going home to meet the folks. Um, her uh, a, uh, boyfriend and girlfriend are going to their family's uh, mansion in the woods. Um, it's like this, uh, it's a family that has plenty more than enough money and this uh, secluded area. Um, so they're going to celebrate, I, I think maybe a w- uh, wedding anniversary. Uh, and all of a sudden, um, it's very, it's very, uh, natural. I think it falls into that, um, writing style that writing movement that was pretty big for a little bit in the like early 2010s um mumblecore yeah where it's just very like true to life a lot of pauses a lot of um uh, a lot of it, just very natural dialogue things that feel out of place in the tightly written (laughs) script um Drinking Buddies is is one of the uh, examples that I always go to for that, where it's just, it doesn't feel like anything's written. It just feels very natural. Um, yep. And also, it doesn't feel like you're talking with your buddies who did a bunch of improv who are just firing off. It's more, Make it does all have, one-liners. yeah, it does have the ums, the ahs, the pauses, the moment to take a thought, uh, which is pretty impressive when you have a movie like, um, drinking buddies to get away from your next when you have a movie like drinking buddies where it is these people who who give have shown that they can give polished performances and are quick on their feet and and um, you've I've I've at least heard like several of them are pretty solid improvisational actors like if they need a director needs them to say hey we're starting here we need to get here Um, they can do a polished job with that but your next falls into that category your next actually has a lot uh, no real big names in there. And some of the acting feels very daytime drama. Uh, the mom specifically, like I could totally see her having been on the soap opera before, but right. so everything is not as great as it seems. Oh, and, and the dad too. Yeah. There's like blue eyes. Oh yeah. 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 The, like the former heartthrob he's aging yeah. out of that role. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so everything uh, is going fine. And then all of a sudden, uh, someone gets hit in the uh, throat, I think, with an arrow. And chaos ensues. But uh, turns out the uh, female protagonist, uh, she actually grew up on a uh, survivalist compound. So mm-hmm. she knows how to fight back. And these um, animal mask-clad uh, killers... Are in for some shit. Uh, someone gets killed with a blender on their head. Um, there's a great strobe effect scene with a camera. Uh, there's some really gruesome kills. One, one in particular, the like at the wire in the door frame. Uh, just ugh. some some gross stuff. Which you know what I I look for in a uh, if I'm watching a horror movie and it's Halloween time. I kind of you know I want to look away a second I want to be like "Ugh, gross um, <laughs> you know what's that say about me I don't know but uh, I love this movie I think that it's it's never um, it's never in danger of going full-on cabin in the woods uh, it's it's not uh, smart enough to do that but in it's in that era where um, horror movies are kind of about to have the piss taken out of them it's still super fun and, and super, um, scary. Like i watching like home invasion movies like these, they make me a little nervous creatures from hell, uh, mass serial killers escaping, um, uh, insane asylums and terrorizing Illinois. That doesn't bother me, but you know, the home invasion stuff, it's a, little, a little too real. Yeah. 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 Um, but I even just the very simple character design here, I love the the white animal masks uh, on the all black. Um, and there's some good plot twists in this one. Uh, the uh, and and the craziness is kind of well explained too, with the whole you know the final girl being a woman who grew up on a survivalist compound is that's fun. That's that's a twist you don't uh, you don't see when all these other ordinary people are rising to these extraordinary occasions. This one is like, Oh yeah, it makes sense mm-hmm. that she's kicking yeah. the shit out of these guys.
1: She should be the final girl.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, th- like this movie had no reason being as good. It's yeah. a movie that you recommended me. Um, I mean, within the last like two years, I think, and I just watched it on my own. You're like, yeah. oh, I really like this movie. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll check it out. I saw it was streaming. Yeah. And, um, I'm like, yeah, it's it, like super good. Like, and yeah, there are some corny little things in it but like yeah. overall like the the, uh, the bad guys are realistic mm-hmm. like they're not like uh you know they're not super soldiers I, I, they're not as much supernatural. As we love, yeah, we don't as much as we love the slasher movies that they're not, you know, Jason or freddie or yeah. or uh, Michael you know with that unstoppable thing. It's it's just you know they're they're relying on terror and like it hit right at the right time and like it's this movie should get more love but yeah. it, it, it 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 pops up pretty often as far as like on streaming service and I'm looking yeah. uh, looking right now it it is streaming on um, there uh, IMDb IMDb TV mm-hmm. it has a new streaming service so if you download that app you can watch it with ads as long as uh, as well as on Vudu and Tubi with ads so if you want to check out your next check that out there yeah. it's it, it is a really good movie also a f- and-
0: fantastic soundtrack great score um it it kind of is a, a precursor to that stranger things synthy yeah. vibe um came out the same year as drive um so you know drive also has that very synth driven <laughs> score but uh this is more a little more sinister
1: well, I as far as like between the witch and uh, your next, I like as far as like me sitting down to watch a movie, I'm gonna watch your next, probably, uh, like a way more than I'm gonna sit down and watch the witch again. And like as much as I love yeah. the witch, and I it, it it's it's a little bit too much art. Yeah. For this time of year, when you're looking for a good scare, mm-hmm. I'd rather watch your next.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one, and that's the exact word I was gonna use. Is it, is the witch is a bit more high art for. For um, you know, a few beers and a few scares.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Both great choices. All right. Uh. Bah, 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 bah. uh yeah. That IMDb TV getting in on it. Um. All right. My number five. Oh, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from 1992 or 1992, 1982. Uh, speaking of John Carpenter and how much, how much you, know, you hate we, him apparently yeah I guess I do but like,
0: other people can do it so <laughs> much better mm.
1: <laughs> but he did it pretty done like this is my favorite John Carpenter movie All right. this is it uh, is the thing it is fucking terrifying like freaked me out as a kid it, it, it holds up man like some now some of the um, visual effects I think uh, hold maybe hold it back a little bit but as far as the suspense and drama that go in this it's like this is really good the like,
0: effects are still pretty strong I feel like um, I feel like practical effects age better than um, CGI effects yeah. Uh, yeah just because the like CGI effects like CGI is constantly moving forward and forward and uh, there's, there's some things that yeah you know it 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 does look like it was made in 1982 but it really didn't i feel like it maybe didn't start looking like it was made in 1982 until the mid-2000s yeah like i feel like i feel like the shelf life on practical effects is higher
1: yeah i would i would agree uh there's just like one or two like the the claymation type things that I, I not even claymation, I guess, but like the, uh, I don't even know what they're called, because they don't they don't have the, I, I mean I'm sure the fans, hardcore fans have, like the face hugger, mm-hmm. they have names for them, uh, but anyways, uh, this is alien in 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 Antarctica. Yep. This is you know it is uh, you know isolated people dealing with a. Huge threat. What do you do? You know, and uh, Kurt Russell's amazing in it. Yeah, um, you know Keith David, every, like everyone knows him. Yeah, no one knows yeah, you know
0: him if you saw him.
1: Yeah, uh, just a real good cast, and I mean, just the setup from the very first scene is just great. You know, it's just like you, you don't know like. I know now what's going on, but like when you first watch this movie, you don't know what's going on. You don't know right. what, you know, what is going on, like, and how it, it's just such a great,
0: great movie. And I guess
1: you watched the original, or the remake, right?
0: Um, yeah. So there was one in, uh, let me look up like, real quick when it was. Mary, so, Yeah. Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winsett, 2011. Yeah. Um, so it's actually a prequel.
1: Yeah, so it's like... To the, the thing. It's the helicopter coming to... It's,
0: it's the, hel- the, the helicopter shot. chasing the dog.
1: Yeah. Yep. And um, and it
0: works. Pretty good. Yeah, and um, I have it. It's not quite the thing, but it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, and that's like... That kind of stuff I love. Like Rogue One. You know, mm-hmm. like what happened up to the point where, you know... Princess Leia is handing off the,
0: you know... Uh, the Death Star thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the thing, and I'm flipping through the like screenshots. You know how IMDb sometimes has uh, yeah, yeah the the posters. Well, I assume this is the German one. Um, it's John Carpenter's Das Ding. <laughs> das Ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. God, <laughs> a fucking child. Um, dude, the thing. Uh, I actually uh, was telling you beforehand. I recently watched a like uh, YouTube video that kind of took a deep dive into the thing, and um, so there was. If you remember, there's not a lot of expositional dialogue. No, there's it's uh, a lot it's of all the, reactionary Yeah, all of the relationships between these people are. Um, just very um, subtextual Mm -hmm. and uh, John Carpenter actually had all these guys live together in similar conditions for like three months before he started shooting. So yeah, instead of, you know, writing cheesy things like, Oh, you know, McCready, you love gambling and, and hot wiring things, man, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Trying to think of, you know, how, how I, much
1: fun would it be to be an actor in back in the '80s, where you had to like go do that stuff?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Right. It's it, I. I think it goes one of two ways. I. I don't think oh, anyone's sure. like indifferent about it. I think it's like, "Fuck, I wish I never did that movie," or "It was awesome. I hung out with my dudes, my guys." Yeah. yeah um. But it just um to really like hammer home instead of writing a bunch of things to explain these people's relationships, just allowing them to kind of get in their character's headspace and then let it all work itself out through subtext, through acting. Um, Pretty cool. And we were also talking about earlier, um, you know, people hated this movie.
1: Yeah. It was... uh It was, I think you said it was, like, one of the worst-received movies. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, the critics hated it. And then, like, looking back on it, it's fucking great. Yeah.
0: It is really good. And I think it's unanimously appreciated at this point. Like, there was just a shift, and it was like, we hate it. Okay, if we don't, if they don't love it, they at least see the uh, redeeming qualities in it. Yeah. Yep.
1: Uh the new thing, which is in two thousand eleven, mm-hmm. is streaming on sci fi.
0: The caveat it's not as good, but it's worth checking out. Yeah,
1: I I do like that deep dive into that yeah. kinda that backstory. Yeah. Like
0: it a lot. I remember um I was hanging out with some people, this was like shortly I saw the um the two thousand eleven version in theaters. And uh, I was hanging out with some people shortly uh, after seeing it, and we were talking about it. And <laughs> this uh, this one guy was like, "Dude, but like, does it end with like a, a the helicopter chasing a dog?" And the person who the other person who had seen it, who I didn't see it with, and we this was our first conversation we were having about it. We like looked at each other, and we we're like, "Yeah, but yeah. it works." Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things. It, it's if, not, and you know what? If it sucks, just watch the nineteen eighty two, the thing. Yeah. Like it doesn't make that movie any less good. No. Yeah.
1: All, All right. right. Yeah, and the thing is streaming on Stars if you got that.
0: Well, I I hate that it's come to this, um, but a a total oversight on my part. Uh, the first time around But hey, it's it's one of my All time favorite movies I, I have to throw it in here uh, Number 5, 1981 Sam Raimi writes and directs The Evil Dead Starring uh, one Bruce Campbell And uh, this is just total Shoestring Making a movie for the love of movies Budget uh, And it's Oh it's a wild wild movie that like i i mean it's just crazy to think there's the like the woods um the the woods rape uh what's his name ash's sister yeah and like she even said like it was like what's out in the trees no it was the trees themselves like what uh, absolutely just an insane over-the-top like just um, uh, gross out you know um, practical effects there's one in particular that sticks out when you're talking about claymation there's a really bad claymation effect in this um, but so it, just to, to kind of backtrack to the beginning here friends travel to a cabin in the woods and um, they find this uh, this book bound in uh, human flesh and and penned in uh, blood and they read from it and they awaken um spirits that at first you only see um through first person camera work uh and they uh eventually take over everyone dr- except for bruce campbell and uh drive bruce campbell's character ash to uh the brink of sanity uh and it is just like it's it's wild it's (laughs) there's like times when when i watch this movie that i'm like what like there really was no adult supervision um (laughs) with this one like you just did did what felt right and i think from start to finish they had a real knack for it like they knew either what they wanted to do or while they were doing it, they knew where to take it um, because it's it's just, it's fun. It's fun, scary, weird, uh, it, and uh, I don't know. It, it lays the groundwork for things like Cabin in the Woods. It, it's one of those, another one of those kind of like touchstone movies that uh, everything kind of apes from. Yeah. um
1: yeah in in, you have a lot more love for this movie than i
0: do i than most people (laughs) yeah because the other thing too is a lot of people love the sequel or army of darkness and i actually don't care for either of those movies
1: because that's more tongue-in-cheek
0: yeah stuff um it's it's kitty bullshit yeah (laughs) i
1: yeah i like i'm I'm actually like, I, I don't even know how, like, I can't even, I'm not even going to comment on it because, like, I know your reverence for it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to, like, I don't know. <sighs> I just, yeah, it's, um, it's something. I mean, it is creepy. I, I was awesome that I got to, whenever we went out to that pop culture, uh, museum, and, mm-hmm. uh, I, we actually got to see the book. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, uh, that's one of the things they had in there, and uh, but yeah, it's it's I don't know I like I get the reverence for it, but I just don't get it. Fair enough. So I and as much as I love the thing and I uh, want the thing, I want uh, your I want your enthusiasm (laughs) on this list. So I'll give it up to uh, the Evil Dead.
0: I will. I, I I will take it. I uh, man, I I, w- I just want to go watch this movie right now. Um, uh, well, good news
1: is, it's on Hulu. Yeah. And Showtime and yeah. on Shutter. Yeah. So.
0: I didn't know it was on Hulu, but I've definitely watched it on Shutter in the past month. Um, uh, the remake.
1: Did you watch? You watched the remake? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not bad. And. I
0: okay. I, I, um, I think it's pretty good. Uh, but I just there's something for to be said for me, there is some appeal in this movie is the the filmmaking aspect, is the shoestring budget aspect. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, and that's kind of uh, part of my reverence for this movie. probably has grown out of kind of the legends surrounding this movie. Of, like, like, they lived in that cabin, and, um, you know, each morning they would wake up and, like, pack everything up into one, one there during the winter. And, uh, yes. they were, like, the cast would be, like, drinking moonshine with locals, and they would give them advice. They're like, oh, you gotta set it on fire, and if it burns blue, you can drink it. If it burns orange, it was made in a radiator. So. They'd be, you know, in in Tennessee with these people who drink moonshine all their lives, and they're just freezing. They want like a a nice like quick drunk, something to warm them hmm. up. And yeah, I just um, I don't know. I I feel like this movie too is like a uh, a testament to what is possible if you just really, if you want it bad enough.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: like I said. Your enthusiasm for it <laughs> makes me I am nothing if not enthusiastic about this movie so. yes.
1: all right my number four mm-hmm. uh a movie that it's probably wouldn't be on a whole lot of list but uh for me it was uh it it, it actually cemented my uh, <clears throat> my take on movies mm. as far as you know did you watch it the whole way through did it make you feel something and you know are you would you w- be willing to watch it again and the devil's rejects from 2005
0: mm.
1: <laughs> like i can't say that i really like this movie but fuck it made me feel something like uh it was so disturbing and the way it was um just the way these characters like came across in like mm-hmm. house of a thousand corpse. That's a haunted house. Yeah. I mean, and it was disturbing, basically a chainsaw remake. Yeah. Uh, Devil's rejects was totally different. That's like the home invasion. That's like yep. the, the, the scary people that they're not the supernatural people. They're not They These are the people that don't just don't give a fuck about whether you live or die. They don't care. and, mm-hmm. This and uh, you know, as far as fun movies, no, like most of my movies so far. Well, I guess the thing in The Witch hasn't, well, none of my movies
0: have been real fun. Uh, um, I think it follows in 28 Days Later, or yeah, it, well, yeah, I guess there's some they're not romps, now. but like they're, yeah, it's like if you're you know, in, in the spirit of the show, if you're yeah. with a couple buddies having a beer, a few beers. Definitely, you can put on it. Follows her 28 days later. Yes, Um,
1: or even Jason Takes (laughs)
0: Manhattan. Yeah, you know, if you're at a uh, a weird uh, late night bar, why not? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But the Devil's
1: Rejects really made me uncomfortable watching. Uh, In before I've watched movies like Irreversible Mm -hmm. or. I mean, just movies that are just or hostile, um, you know, movies that are made for I guess you know, like uh, torture porn and stuff like that. I guess this could fall into that character or uh, category. But you knew these characters before, and right at at times you were rooting for them. Yeah, and um, but well, this movie. <laughs> Like you, you start it. I mean, by the end, you're kind of rooting for them, I guess you're like the zombies trying to make you feel too, like you're rooting. Like you know, when with the whole free bird thing at the end was just kind of cheesy. But
0: it, yeah, it's kind of like the um, well, it's kind of like the natural the, born killers. The outlaw going out in a blaze of glory. You hear yes. that, and they become these like folk heroes. <laughs> yes. Like, well, this is what they did to. that
1: yeah so so yeah right so like you look at like uh billy the kid everyone looks at him as like this folk hero or jesse Mm -hmm. james or whoever but they killed a bunch of people that were trying to uphold the law yeah or they they stole a lot of money or you know whatever these were bad people that didn't you know that didn't like if they were in today's society they would be pariahs Mm -hmm. you know um uh, you know, or, you know, they would be Manson or whatever, whoever. Uh But uh, this movie actually uh, evoked some kind of emotion in me. Like, most movies I watch, and I'll just be like, oh, I appreciate that. That was good. That was fun. Or, you know, and I'll laugh at some stuff. But, like, this really made me uncomfortable. And, like, if a movie can do that, then, fuck, it's got to be on a list somewhere. And, like, The Devil's Rejects um, it does that for me. And that's why I will always love, uh, uh, Rob Zombie and like a movie like 31, which I, we both watch, not that grave a movie, but that mm-hmm. fucking opening scene was fantastic. Like yeah. that open, that cold opening. Yep. Fucking great. I played that the other day for, uh, uh, the span of void guys mm-hmm. and uh, they were like, Ooh, hmm. <laughs> So, like, he knows how to do movies. It's just, I don't know if he knows how to make a a full movie anymore. (laughs) Yeah. He might be be falling into that Kevin Smith range. You know, that.
0: I want to see it. I don't understand. I want to see it to hell with the critics. Why don't the critics like me? Yeah.
1: So, uh, Devil's Rejects is streaming on Tubi and Shudder. Tubi with ads and Shudder subscription
0: yeah yeah um how do you feel about uh three from hell i'm excited
1: i'm excited too man because like i mean i i'm in this far i mean yeah. i've talked about i've talked about it and you know rest in peace Sid Hag.
0: yeah that's a shame i know um i i i don't know because captain spaulding not so much in the second one um but in the House the of a one. Thousand Corpses, yeah. like where he really gets to be a caricature. Yeah, yeah, I loved that. I loved him in that, and not that I didn't love him in the Devil's Rejects, but he wasn't really that uh bombastic. You know, yeah, scaring the locals, type of uh, kind of goofing around guy. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I and I'm sure.
1: I'm guessing he's gonna be in.
0: Yeah, movie. he is. But I yeah. don't know. How much? And when's it coming out? Uh, I think that it's like... Three days. Three from now. Uh, I think that it's out. Um, well, it's, it came out in September in Ireland, apparently. Um, let me look. At the oh. Dates. No. Yeah, so it's had a limited theatrical run since the uh, 16th of September here. And I assume that it's super limited because I haven't even heard of it in, in being in, like, big cities. So it's probably just in Los Angeles. Gotcha. Oh, well. What you gonna do? Uh, but, yeah, Sid Hag is definitely in it. So there's that. Google? Yep. Um, I love, I'm
1: looking at the parent's guide. <laughs> sex and nudity, it is severe. <laughs> violence and gore,
0: severe. It's Profanity, suff- severe. Suffers from severe sex and nudity. Yeah. Severe, severe. Why use that? Oh, I didn't know the devil's rejects would be severe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thought maybe the the devil was rejecting them because they're so nice. Oh, people are strange. All right. What's All right. your next? My number four to uh, switch gears drastically is uh, Paranorman. Oh. Yeah.
1: Very disturbing.
0: Yes. A, uh, a stop-motion uh, animation flick from uh, Laika, who's made this. um Coraline, which I love, uh, Box Trolls, and uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so this is um, the story of a boy who can talk to ghosts. uh, And he is tasked with... um, You know, it's very similar to uh, New England folktale. He's tasked with uh, keeping a witch resting uh, so that she doesn't uh, resurrect the uh, dead. And you know bring bring on the end of days uh so uh yeah i, I just uh, i think the voice acting in this is awesome uh, it's got uh cody smith mcphee is paranorman who i've only he was uh nightcrawler in the newer x-men movies but i don't okay i don't really yeah. know what else he's actually done um anna kendrick is his sister Uh, Casey Affleck, uh, Christopher Mintz-Plasse plays a bully, which I think is fun because he's the guy who played McLovin. He's probably not going to get a lot of opportunities to play a bully. Um, Leslie Mann and Jeff Garland are uh, Norman's parents, and uh, his mom is more of the, uh, like, kind of hippie, free spirit, like, oh, my son talks to ghosts. (laughs) And <laughs> and the dad is like, it's time for him to grow out of this. Like you know, this is uh, this is not healthy. Uh, so uh, it's uh, it's just all around a, a good family romp. Uh, you're you're gonna feel very different at the end of this than uh, Devil's Rejects. Yeah,
1: <laughs> makes you feel something though.
0: Yeah, no, I l- I love the animation style. I love the. Um, I don't know. I, I grew up watching, uh, what's called night, uh, the nightmare before Christmas. So, um, it definitely like I, uh, have a reverence for this stop motion animation. And I think there's a lot of like the, uh, subtle, um, not even necessarily adult, but like subtle humor that'll go over, uh, the, the young person's head. um, and uh, yeah, I, I just, um, I would say that this is probably one of maybe two movies that I actually consistently watch every uh, Halloween time. Yeah. Uh, part of that is because my girlfriend does not like scary movies and she will, she appreciates this one. Um, and then the other part of it is I, I do just really enjoy the movie. Yes. And... Thank you so much, too, for
1: sending it to me and my son.
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems like that was the, the right the right move. I only talk about it uh, so much, and it never really seemed to show up on streaming.
1: Um, yeah, and it is not streaming anywhere right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, you can get it on PlayStation. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm a Switch guy, so no thanks. Uh, are you, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you heard, but you know, I like, I'm, a, I'm a man on the go. Uh, I'm gonna give it up to
1: Paranorman for this one. Devil's Rejects is a just a little bit too much, but fuck.
0: Dude, Devil's um, Rejects is really good, but you know, I uh, man, it's not fu- it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, like we talked about, movies don't have to be like they don't have to be fun. Like there's, I feel like there was a movie I watched recently that was just, oh, Joker. Joker is like completely devoid of fun. No. Yeah, no la- like yeah. For very For little. a movie with a clown in it, not very funny.
1: Yeah. Called The Joker. Yeah.
0: Um uh Taxi Driver. Not fun. No. Um you know, a lot of these these loner cinema movies that it's getting compared to. They're not fun movies, but they're really well-made movies and yeah, Devil's Rejects is is a good movie. I'm definitely looking forward to Three from Hell, but yeah, not, not fun.
1: Well, I'll I'd, tell you what is fun, my number three. All right, I'm excited. Cabin in the Woods.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: Cabin in the Woods, I mean, everyone that's listening to this podcast has seen Cabin in the Woods. I, there's not a whole lot we can talk about other than it's just really well, really good stuff storytelling and uh knowing your audience Mm -hmm. and like writing to your audience because like when i first watched this movie i was like what like i had no idea what was going on i like i had no preconceived notions and i was like oh 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 okay well let's do this it was so well made so well made uh from the title uh the the title Yes. Um. Uh, I don't even splash. I guess, or however they, you know.
0: Yeah. However, Uh, it's introduced. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, they just—it's like a block that hits the screen.
1: Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, Bradley Whitford and uh, uh, what's his name? Shit.
0: Uh, shoot. Um, Robert. Zemeckis. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> man. Uh, uh,
1: well, I have it right up here, right now. Richard uh, Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, those two, they, those two make the movie. I mean, the rest of it, like they're back and forth, and they're like that. The rest of it, I mean, of course, that's why it has to be. You know, the rest of it would just be a cheesy, you know, U-turn slash right whatever, you know, uh, you know, yearly scary movie
0: right uh and they're they're the ones that um the filmmakers hang the device on
1: yes and they just pull it off so well because mm-hmm. bradley Whitford can just play off <laughs> is that just sniveling jackass yeah uh and richard jenkins is you know in this role like he just morphs into whatever he needs to be and he's just great yeah he's like
0: um, i can do that i got it yep yeah. uh
1: you know what else am I gonna say? It's just a great flick. It's streaming on Fubo, not mm. Fubu. Fubo, Fubo. Mm. Uh, yeah. So if you haven't watched, if you're listening to us, yeah, a if you've listened movie, to us this long, <laughs> and you haven't seen *Cabin of the Woods*, just stop listening to us and just go watch it. Just yeah. go buy it. you yeah. You won't. You won't regret it.
0: I know, um, Fredo. I don't think is is um, super. He's I think he was like, yeah, I never understood the, the love for it. Um, you know, there's those people out there. Definitely, yeah. you know, uh, I get it. I'm fucking
1: rewatchable, though, man. Yeah. There's so many little things in there that just peppered in there. And it, Joss Whedon at his best.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, even that, uh, what's the the, uh, the whiteboard that they're betting on? Yeah. Like, you could just pause that and look at all the different, like, references that are in there.
1: Oh, yeah. So many. Like, I mean, every movie we've talked about. Yeah. Is there's some cube in that, that whole big, giant mm-hmm. room that has one of those creatures in it, you know, whether it's Hellraiser or. Yeah. You know, whatever.
0: But. Hellraiser. Yeah. Um,. All right. Well, I, I got another one that uh, that I've uh, all but talked to death. Um, so my number three from nineteen seventy four is the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, movie that in, uh, inspired the likes of uh, oh World Series had the game seven. All right. Oh good. Yeah. Uh, movie that that in, uh, inspired the likes of uh, something like the House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, but A Road Trip Gone Bad uh, This movie is like the ultimate in deceptive filmmaking, suggestive filmmaking I guess I would say um, yeah. There's very little actual gore um, and actual violence shown um, Well, well, violence no, There's very little gore shown um, but they were um you know i i think you uh read or, or listened to um chainsaw confidential yep. yep um but yeah like people will go up to Gunnar hansen who played leatherface and talk about like all these like just violent horrific scenes is like no that that's not there that that's uh really yeah, yeah that's the power of suggestion um So it's, you know, scary, scary in that way is, I guess, like, you know, what do you see when you, uh, (laughs) when they cut away? Um, but I remember this being one of the like last movies that truly like terrified me. (laughs) I think I've told this on uh, Mavs before, at least twice, I would say of just like, I remember seeing it. I was 15 years old. like. You know, not you can be scared any time, but like definitely too old to be like. I remember having to pee, and like I'm just waiting till the morning because yeah. I don't want to leave my room. Like my door is locked. I'm scared. Yeah. Um. At like 15 years old. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's um another one we've talked a lot about, but I, I just I have a very soft spot for this movie. However. I- <sighs> okay I gotta say this time of the year couple uh couple brewskis i i'm I definitely uh would be probably or well, i would definitely probably i would definitely be more likely to pop on uh cabin in the woods I'm glad I didn't
1: have to fight you on this because like it, that this one is the one where I'm like I'm thinking uh, I'm not gonna be able to pull
0: them off. because like, no, uh, like, I mean, uh, <laughs> there's a couple things. I mean, uh, Cabin in the Woods. It just it's it's all encompassing. There's you know, so m- as far as like, you got the uh, crazy redneck zombies. You got the zombies. You got the Hellraiser creatures. You got the merman. Um, you yep. got the the humor. Um, you you got you know good performances turned in by everybody. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre spends a lot of time uh, in the daytime and uh, that is doesn't detract from it as a movie but if it's uh, you know Halloween time I feel like it's got to be a dark and stormy night at least for a good portion of your movie well for one
1: I yes as much as I appreciate Texas Chainsaw Massacre I don't like it
0: okay fair enough
1: (laughs) i like you know what i mean i like i appreciate what he did and like Mm -hmm. how like i mean for what they did in like the um uh just just the reverence for it Mm -hmm. you know and i have the same for it as well because like how do you do that how do you make it and like listening to that that book on how how it was made and what they went through
0: mm-hmm.
1: to make it like it was horrifying. Like how like it like it was independent movies like it was a snuff film almost, you know. Yeah. In order to make it. Um uh, but yeah, as far as like enjoyable and like rewatchability, yeah, gimme give
0: gimme give uh Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with you if you're not. All right. So my number two, Mm
1: uh, now I, yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit, a little bit less, uh, dark and gloomy. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, second favorite movie of all time on my list. Uh, I love this movie. I've watched it. I can't even tell you how many times, but it's gotta be over 50 times. I've seen this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love this so much. The writing is so well done. It takes the piss. I mean, it's kind of like Cabin in the Woods, where it's taking the piss out of all the 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 uh, zombie movies. It's it's hitting all the tropes, but it's also it's got a lot of heart in it. And uh, the characters are great. Every one of them I love so much. Like it's so quotable. Um, even even though I don't have a good British accent uh, to quote them. Um, Maybe
0: not, but you've got red on you. So yes, there's that. I do.
1: Uh, just fucking love this movie <laughs> so much. Um, it's, I, I yeah. Uh, well yeah, I mean it's my second favorite movie of all time. Jaws number one, mm-hmm. which could have made this list, but probably doesn't need to be on as far as scary movies. I'd rather watch it during the summer. Yeah. This this is more of a Oh, hell, I can watch this any time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I love Shaun of the Dead so much. And that's about it. <laughs> I'm going to quit All saying right. how much I love it. Fair enough. And that uh, it is streaming on Stars.
0: Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, um, I'm taking it way back to the, uh, the uh, Universal Monsters in 1931's Frankenstein. Um, this is one of the first movies I remember seeing. Um, really? Yeah. As, as a little aside. Um, another one is Mighty Ducks. Not D2, but Mighty Ducks. Um, <laughs> so don't worry. Hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's um, Boris Karloff as Frankenstein's monster, um, Colin Clive and Mae Clark. Uh, just, it's. Um, really great gothic horror uh and i just have i have a real soft spot for this movie um and i gotta be o- honest with you i watched it uh so today's tuesday uh, i watched it sunday night i watched it two nights ago i watched it sunday night with uh, ot um and she was seeing it for the first time <laughs> and i gotta say um having it uh getting to kind of like vicariously see it through someone's eyes for the first time um i i can't hold a grudge against anyone who who doesn't like uh classic monster movies i gotta be no. honest <laughs> i you
1: know, i uh, well i've never seen it
0: really yeah uh, uh it it pl- it's um i don't know it it plays out as more of a more of a stage play um it's uh I, I obviously it's incredibly dated um the set pieces are really cool um the makeup for uh, frankenstein is excellent especially considering that it's 1931 but you know i found myself having to Explain and and justify and kind of um, pull on outside knowledge of of lore and stuff to actually try and get this to stick and make sense to uh, OT. So
1: yeah, uh, yeah,
0: <coughs> I love well, it. I mean, I'm always gonna love. It. I I love the. Um, I love the the kind of the the ideologies behind it, um, yeah. And and I think I fell in love with that before I really understood things like well, execution of ideology, like um, it just just a man trying to play God, um, and and trying to just an obsession, really.
1: Well, I I know that like. Whenever we had to read books in school, mm-hmm. and Ooh. like this is yeah, uh, that this is one of those things that like it stuck out to me because I love this book. Like this book was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I we had to read this book, and it was you know whatever you had to do in school, whether it was great or not, you know you just like hated to do it at the time. But like well, this is one of those things that stuck out to me, and it was like Jesus. That and like, um, I in True Blood or no, not in True Blood in Cold in Blood, Cold Blood, yeah, yeah. Those those two books are just like, you know, whenever you're impressionable or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you you get a a feeling for it, and there's no like there's a reason why, like the Frankenstein story. Mm-hmm. is amazing yeah you know? and you know i know that the 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 movie isn't what the book is mm-hmm. because you don't get the whole you're not you you're looking at more from the vantage point of the monster and not so much i think no it
0: is very much about the sensationalism of showing a monster on screen
1: right you know, where the book it's more of, you know, what this man has done to you know, what where are we what are we doing? What are we are we trying to recreate what life and all that, but uh so yeah. Yeah.
0: Um I definitely have no uh um yeah, Sean of the Dead. It's not <laughs> even uh it's not even stand on ceremony. <laughs> Alright. alrighty all right, and yeah,
1: uh, sorry that uh, Frankenstein isn't streaming anywhere.
0: No, oh, yeah, I uh, yeah, it was it was it was a weird experience having to <laughs> having to explain that movie.
1: Yeah, I yeah, that's one of those, and I'm actually I have a story for my next movie. Um, not so much explaining it, but just like hide your eyes, because the other day, Liam, I'm out. I think I'm cleaning up dinner or getting ready for milk and snack time or whatever. And Liam's going out to the living room to watch TV and he turns on the TV and it's on AMC mm. for, I don't know why, uh, but he's like, I don't know what this is, but I don't think I should be watching it. And I'm like, mm. I run out and it is the final scene from the exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you're right. You shouldn't be watching this. Run. Damn, this is a good movie. <laughs> close your eye, close your eyes and plug up your ears so i don't want to see this um uh the exorcist for nineteen seventy three yeah. uh
0: <laughs> that's, that's so funny
1: yeah it's
0: <laughs> oh
1: god this movie
0: uh the book <laughs> what am I watching what, and should i be <laughs> yeah,
1: he's like what I'm not sure what this is
0: the exorcist no <laughs>
1: And then I got to explain the whole God thing and, like, why don't you go to church, Daddy? And, you no. Know. Um, but, so in 1973, this is one of those few movies where the book and the movie are equally good. Mm. Um, and it, that doesn't happen very often. And, ah, fuck. This, this movie's so good. Slow burn. Uh, but when it ramps up, it fucking ramps the fuck up. Yeah. And, like, getting away with some stuff that, like, you're like... Like, I didn't know they were able to do this stuff <laughs> in 1973. You know what I mean? Um, You know, like, masturbating with a crucifix, yeah, right? right? Uh, Mother just, sucks
0: cocks in hell.
1: Yeah, just crazy. And, like, any time I hear... Uh, like, I know at least three girls under the age of, like, seven who are named Reagan. Oh. Like, uh, you know, uh, my my sister-in-law watches...
0: I feel like, do you not watch movies? I know,
1: right? Or are you that much of a conservative? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Your middle name's Nomics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um... But like, I mean this movie like and I have a weird spot in my heart, and we talked about it this I think a little lo- last week, a little bit on or maybe two weeks ago on uh, the possession movies like the the possession of Emily Rose or mm-hmm. the uh what was that the one you were saying um uh, oh the, the found footage one. Where the, the the charlatan exorcist was going to the farmhouse.
0: Uh, the the last, last exorcism. Exorcism. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, like I have a soft spot in my heart for these kind of movies, but this is the one that started all that shit, right? Where it, like, you know, the devil's real. And all yeah. That. And. Satanic uh, panic. Yeah. Uh, fuck! This movie's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, streaming on Fubo. Streaming <laughs> on Fubo. Fubo. So <laughs> what is if Fubo? It, if, if we haven't learned anything from tonight, you should subscribe to Fubo. Fubo.
0: Fub. If, is it F-U-B-O or A? Yes. F U B O. F U B O. <laughs> Sounds like a deodorant. Yes. Say F-U to B-O. (laughs) Fubo. All natural. Loaded with aluminum. Your body's (laughs) going to crave it. Don't worry. You won't remember. Hey, have I told you about Fubo? (laughs) Uh, Nice. Um, So my number one is uh, arguably a pretty uninspired pick. Um, but it's uh, 1978's Halloween. Uh damn. Yeah, yeah. Pretty um, good. I just it it's um it, it obviously it's the obvious choice, but I just I think that this is just such a well-crafted scary movie. Um, it like has everything. It has the the ominous. Um, scenes um, that John Carpenter does such a good job of setting these up in here, where it's I like just how he's
1: talking shit on <laughs> John Carpenter earlier.
0: I mean, I got I understood your point for sure, um, but because the other thing too about John Carpenter is while he he's has put out a like bunch of shit, the thing in Halloween, he has Ghosts of Mars and his uh, in the fog, and like yeah. just smattered throughout his uh, his career.
1: Yeah, and we did a whole big John Carpenter thing a year ago, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. definitely talked about the fog last year. Um, no hurry to revisit that one, but you know, it sets up these these scenes that are just otherwise. And um, kind of going back to what I said, it follows like th- these just simple, um, quaint suburban shots. But, um, you know. There's something slightly off. Yeah. There's just a a, a thing that, uh, that makes it a little little unsettling. Is it the figure? The shape? Yeah. The shape. Um, you know, there's there's just Michael Myers is off in the distance, um, down the street or standing outside of the classroom. Uh, just something that just just breaks up the scene. Ever so slightly, and it's just super effective. Um, and then you you have all these things that that become industry standard and become tropes with the final girl, the um, you know the innocent one, kind of you know leading the charge, and the uh, supernatural killer is not quite dead. Um, but it's just from start to finish, I feel like the score um the first person opening sequence i know i talked about this i I think last time we recorded i always forget how long it actually is and i don't know if it's just people getting in my head to be honest um but i feel like every time i see it it's less and less um less and less pleasant i feel like the first time i saw it you know it's just like oh yeah whatever but now i'm actually thinking like oh i'm seeing this through the eyes of someone who's about to go murder their sister yeah. um <laughs> and, and it becomes more unsettling that way um but yeah i i just think uh it's the it's the obvious choice for a reasoner. it's the uh a trope for a reason or the standard for a reason you know i i feel like everything all the praise that's heaped upon this and all the people that ape from this and take from this and are inspired by this it's all for good reason which yeah. is maybe not the most articulate argument but yeah. that's that's what i'm feeling now
1: yeah. yeah i'm as much as i love the exorcist mm-hmm. i do and it's fucking great filmmaking it is uh, yeah Uh, When it comes to uh, this time of year, why not have that one? Uh, The namesake, the titular. Yeah,
0: the reason uh, for the season.
1: Yes. (laughs) Halloween. Yeah. Probably needs to go. And that is streaming on, guess what?
0: Shudder. Ubo. Nice. And (laughs) Shudder and Ruko. Fubo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. If you haven't learned anything else by now, yeah, F you, Bo. Hmm.
1: All right. Well, uh, just a rundown, real quick. Yeah. Um, what we have is my top eight. Eight was it follows. It's streaming on Vudu. Hmm. Twenty eight days later is on Stars. The Witch is on netflix and canopy the thing is streaming on stars devil's reject is on to be in shutter cabin of woods is on tubo uh Shaun of the dead is on stars and exorcist is on tubo mm-hmm. for your top eight uh i can run down them or you can
0: um i alien is missing in action right uh on tubo oh never mind i stand corrected uh how about day of the dead
1: Tubi and Canopy.
0: Nice. Uh, you're next. Uh, IMDb TV, Vudu, and Tubi. I know this one's at least on Shudder, Evil Dead.
1: And Hulu and Showtime.
0: Oh, yeah. Paranorman. MIA. Never. N- nowhere. Never. Nowhere. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is definitely Netf- on Netflix right now.
1: Netflix, Tubi, and Shudder.
0: Oh, man. Uh, Frankenstein. From 1931. Not available. <laughs> and Halloween. Shutter, Roku, and. You Fubo. guessed it. <laughs> All right. Nice, nice. And nice. our winners
1: this week are from our 8 versus 1, or 8 versus 8, uh, Alien Lost 2. It follows. It follows. And then. Uh, Day of the Dead lost to (laughs) 28 Days Later Didn't quite
0: have the stamina to last 28 days The Witch lost
1: to your next Uh, The Thing lost to the Evil Dead Just on pure (laughs) enthusiasm (laughs) Devil's Rejects lost to Paranorman on a wholesome pick for this week Mm-hmm. Uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre fell short to Cabin in the Woods. Uh p- 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 Frankenstein did not quite overtake Shaun of the Dead and The Exorcist. Could not uh what do you what do you call that? Um uh kill. Could not well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> kill Michael Myers or Halloween. Yes. Or extras could not uh, inhabit the body of. Mm-hmm. Could not. There's a word, but anyways. Uh, yeah, so anyways. Yeah. Halloween wins for that one. Dude. So, I don't know. I'm not sure what we're going to do next week. We're going to have a top. Maybe we'll put that. Maybe we can put that up on uh, On uh, Twitter and see who yeah. Who wins. We can do a list that way.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um. I do... Ha- I feel like it has to be said though, especially when you're talking about The Exorcist. Like William Friedkin only made one like horror film. Yeah. And if <laughs> he's he's been all over. Like, he's I mean, French Connection. It, even recently, like Killer Joe was awesome. Yeah. Um, very disturbing. Um. Man, he's done a lot of stuff. I, I he's done more than I realized. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's really only like to even to I, I can't even say and dabbled, but he's really only gone into um that done a genre film once, and like talk about hitting it out of the park, like yeah, and young first swing out young. of the fence. Oh yeah, so that was seventy three. He was born oh. Three, he was born thirty-five. Oh, really? So. Um. So
1: he, he, yeah, he's not that mm. young.
0: Where are huh. we at here? It's, it's, I mean, right on the heels of the French Connection. Yeah. I mean, he's. It's. He had a career before then. <laughs> um, but really, the French Connection, I think, took him uh, to the next level, and then to actually like do the exorcist after that is almost mind-boggling yeah. yeah yep yeah pretty awesome uh pretty awesome resume for that guy yeah so um i hope you guys like this we yeah. it
1: was fun for us i know because yep. we got to talk about a lot of movies we really love mm-hmm. um, and probably our favorite time of the year to really dive into the scary movies and you know get after it um yeah yeah so until uh well yeah i i guess well next week oh shit we didn't talk about what we're gonna watch next week um oh so i am assigning you a movie Mm -hmm. scary movie uh yeah we're not giving up no, uh, stream on Amazon right now. The town that dreaded sundown. There's a remake that came out in like 2014, I think, but this was the original. It came out in like 78, 75, something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Um, and for you, uh, a Clive Barker adaptation, Midnight Meat Train. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, everyone, you know, hopefully you're watching scary movies thinking about scary movies it's that time of year um you really can watch whatever you want whenever but like we've been saying this is really your chance to convince other people that they have to watch it too
1: yeah and come come at us with what you want yeah absolutely yeah, used to be. what you thought could have had some heavy hitters because i know we miss a lot like in and, and it's I know that, like what you said, that like it, some of them fit for fit for Halloween mm-hmm. in particular, whether it's Halloween or It Follows or uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. But like a movie like Seven, scary movie, but not a Halloween movie,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, or Silence of the Lambs, thriller,
0: right? Not scary a movie, but yeah. <sighs> definitely well awesome um, I hope uh, some people came come away with some new favorites yeah. or, you know are screaming at their phone right now because yes. we forgot something and we won't stop talking uh